This is Doc's Cost, episode 19. 19 is Johnny Unitas. But if you're like me and you're a Blackhawks fan, you know that 19 is Captain Sirius, Jonathan Taves, three time Stanley Cup champ. And we wish him well. He's not been playing this season, but he's coming back from the reports from yesterday, so we're looking forward to that. And stick around, because we've got some really good stuff that's going to be coming from Twitter, and we can't wait to get after it. So let's go, Morgan. mission is simple, to get you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and am beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace, and I promise to help you find it. Doc's Cost starts now. Hey, hey, today is going to be fun, fun for me, I think you have some fun listening to this. Uh, First, I want to give a shout out to my pal Ashley Panham, and congratulations to her and her Western Nebraska Community College teammates, they are in the National Junior College Athletic Association National Title Tournament. And they are in the quarterfinals. They defeated the number one team in the country the other night. And they got a quarterfinal game coming up. And they're almost at a championship. So good luck, Ashley. And good luck to your teammates. And go Cougars. So I'm going to take a leap into Twitter. And you know we're on Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. Twitter can be a fun place to be. It can be an interesting place to be. Uh, Sometimes it's a little disheartening. Sometimes it's disturbing. Sometimes it's amusing. We've got all of that. Um, I'm regularly on there seeking comments, uh, entering conversations on health insurance and healthcare in general. Sometimes I'll make a comment, Um, but uh, it can be a rabbit hole sometimes. But If you go on Twitter and you go, say you're using TweetDeck, go in the search box and put in insurance and you'll see all the stuff that comes up on insurance. You can put in health insurance and see all the stuff that comes up on health insurance. Um, There's a lot of stuff. The one I put in there and the one that we're going to get after, I'm going to make some comments and observations um, and hopefully give you some insight. Uh, Maybe you have some of the same comments and questions as other people. But uh, if you put in, I hate insurance, see what comes up. It's rather amusing sometimes. And like I said, sometimes it's upsetting and disturbing, but I'm going to get after it. I'm going to give you the comment, the tweet, um, at least in part, paraphrase some of it, because some of it includes a lot of four-letter words. But um, we'll get through that and see if you like it. I had some fun doing it, so here we go. So let me start by saying... I don't know any of these people that are out here tweeting. Um, Some of the things they say I don't agree with. 
much of what they say I don't agree with. Uh, some of the language I don't really like, but it's out here, and obviously um, people can express themselves as they see fit. But there is a lot of uh, angst and a lot of anxiousness um, in, in these comments. So um, the bottom line is they are upset with the insurance industry. They're in upset with the healthcare industry. A lot of times they confuse the two. They are upset with the uh, system that we have in place in the United States. There's a lot of that. But the one thing, the one common theme is they hate something. So if you know any of these people, encourage them to listen to Doc's Cost because this is all about knowledge, experience, education, and information. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. So let me give you one right out of the box. My insurance so high, I hate it here. There's a lot of comments out there about I hate it here. Um, there's other ones that say I hate America. There's other ones that say I hate being an adult or I don't want to be an adult. It's kind of interesting. But um, how high is insurance? I'm guessing they're talking about insurance premium. But what is too high? I mean, is a dollar too high? Um, you know, I, you got to pay for something. Somebody's got to pay something someplace. You're either paying for it out of your own pocket. You're paying for it through insurance premiums. Um, you could be paying for it in taxes. Um, but it's got to come from someplace. So I don't know what too high is. So high. Um, deductible, $2,500. Insurance pays diddly blank squat. I have to pay most out of pocket. I hate it here. What, a $2,500 deductible is not that high, relatively speaking. Um, and most claims are going to be way past $2,500. So, you know, that's just a, if you got a deductible of $2,500, hopefully you've got a health savings account and a high deductible health plan uh, that provides for the HSA and you've got your savings and everything's taken care of. And if you don't have a budget, you need to make one. Two more to get us started. One says, I hate that I know how much health insurance costs. I don't want to be an adult. And then one says, I thought I hated having Kaiser, but... Never mind, I hate Cigna. And there was some expletive in there, but um, that's what's out there. That's what some of these people think. It's interesting to see um, that's what the attitudes are, but um, I did say Twitter can be interesting. Here's one from a fairly prominent national journalist that states, Eventually, this country will have Medicare for everyone and a superior, less bureaucratic health care system. Um, I honestly don't know that it would be that much different from a bureaucratic standpoint if you think that the current system with all the insurance companies is bureaucratic. Um, basically, the administrators for Medicare are the same insurance companies that provide you the administration now only under self-funded plans for employers or fully insured plans where they may be the carrier. Um, Medicare is administered by those same insurance companies. So nothing would change if you think that the current system is bureaucratic. And my guess is it would become more bureaucratic and 
case in point, here's the other side of that same story. I hate my Medicare. There might not, I might not be old, but I'm on it and hate trying to do anything with this insurance. They're the reason I wasn't on an insulin pump years after the technology became available. So that's from somebody who's under 65 and is on Medicare, and uh, they don't like Medicare. So I can't imagine that Medicare is going to change that much, but there's two divergent views on the same topic. Now, here's a couple of people that should be listening to Doc's Cost, and maybe they're not. In episode two, we talked about why you save by getting your health insurance through your employer. One of these people right here says, the fact that I can't even do what I really want to do job-wise because I'll have to pay a lot in insurance premiums is expletive, and then I hate America. But you don't have to get the insurance through your employer. You can opt out of it. You can waive. You can say, I don't want to, I don't want to participate. Then you're either on your own as far as insurance goes, whether you're either self-insured or you can buy it on, on your own as a personal uh, policy, as an individual policy. But the employer is giving you the advantages of being in a group and the employer is probably paying at least 50% of the premium. So you're saving money there. And, you know, I don't know what you want to do job-wise, but you don't have to take it. You can opt out of it. It's not a requirement, but there are advantages to getting it through your employer. Then there's one over here. It says, uh, saw one in a group say they accepted an offer for a job, didn't ask about the insurance info, and then they found out that the plan didn't cover anything, and they had to pay a ton of money for it. And then the, the reply says, I hate how insurance is tied to employment. If you don't think the insurance covers anything, maybe you don't understand the insurance policy. And if you think it's got too high of a deductible, then hopefully the premiums are a lot lower and hopefully you're contributing to a health savings account and it's an eligible high deductible health plan. So, um, you know, you don't, again, you don't have to get it through your employer, but there's more advantages to getting it through your employer than not. Now, these are going to touch on why you need to take control. Instead of getting whipsawed around by the insurance that you don't understand or the bills that come in that you don't understand and you're not engaged with the doctor, you're not asking questions, you're not inquiring. Here's a lot of people here uh, right now that uh, don't know what they're paying for. One says, Ugh, I hate the fact that we owe money when we don't have insurance. Like, I don't have the money. Another one says, My insurance isn't covering my antidepressants. So now I got to figure out how to get $500 so I'm not depressed. I hate big pharma. Uh, another one over here says, I'm tired of medical bills. I don't know why my insurance keeps denying payment. I hate getting slammed with $500 lab fees. And then one here says, Ugh, I owe the hospital $500 that the insurance wouldn't pay for the procedure I had to have. I wouldn't have owned it if they didn't do the procedure to begin with. And then it was $2,000 on its own. So it sounds like insurance paid $1,500 of the $2,000. But the last thing says, I hate this expletive country. So a lot of people are angry. Um, they don't understand why insurance doesn't cover stuff. 
Um, they don't understand why they're getting charged with they're getting charged, but they need to get involved. They need to get control. They need to take control. Um, that's one of the things we profess here at DocsCost. So you have to ask questions, you have to get involved, and you have to take control of your situation. And here's three people that don't understand their insurance mostly, but then there's one guy at the end I'm going to bring in. It's kind of amusing because he doesn't like it, but he does get it. So one of these people says, I'd love nothing more to be in grad school, but I already got enough in loans. I'd also love nothing more than to go see a doctor for all my medical issues, but even with insurance, it'd probably still be expensive. I hate capitalism. Well, those are pre-existing conditions. If you've got all of these medical conditions, there's no risk in that. There's no risk in pre-existing conditions if you know that you have them. You need to have the insurance in place before the medical issues, and you need to get them taken care of. Um, Next one says, I can't believe I have to pay for physical therapy out of pocket, even though I have insurance because our deductible hasn't been met yet. And then it's, I hate insurance and, uh, you know, uh, some expletive. Well, you have to pay out of pocket. You're paying premiums or you're paying deductibles. You're paying. And how much is the physical therapy going to cost? That's the most important thing is how much does physical therapy cost and how can you get that cheaper? You need to purchase physical therapy. You're buying physical therapy. How much does it cost? And if it costs $100, then can you get it for $50? Does it cost $150 and get it for $100? Here's um, a lady that uh, said she scheduled an annual well woman visit one and a half months too early. So the insurance company was charging her for it. I don't know that the insurance company was charging her for an OBGYN visit. I think the OBGYN was charging her. The insurance may not have paid for the entire thing because it was early, but you got to read your policy. You got to know what you're doing. And maybe the OBGYN can charge you less for that or wait another month and a half if you can wait a month and a half. But you need to understand your policy. You need to get involved. You need to take action and you need to understand what you're doing. Here's the guy that gets it. This is kind of funny. It's actually amusing. The entire process of insurance verification, authorization, and whatnot is a mess, and I hate it. And then he says, they are not saying that you can't have the procedure. They are saying they won't pay for it. Well, if you read your policy and you understand your policy, you're buying that up front long before you're getting the procedure. If you've got a health savings account, then that can cover expenses that otherwise aren't covered by your insurance and your tax advantage and everything else. But you need to understand what's in your policy. That's the first thing you need to do. So this guy gets it. The insurance company isn't saying that you can't get it. And I'm going to get to that one in a second. But they're not saying you can't get it. They're saying they won't pay for it. Examples of you can still get care. I'm on my way to the appointment. It was called off because my insurance has an approved expletive. Um... Another one says, I need to reschedule the scan. Hate to deal with my insurance. It shouldn't be this way. Um, I hate my current job, but I especially hate the trash insurance options that they offer. They outsourced mental health to some company that no one accepts, so I can't see her, meaning I guess her therapist or doctor anymore. Well, yeah, you can. Um, and if you had a health savings account, you could pay for it that way. But because the insurance doesn't cover it, 
And maybe that's in the policy and you got to read the policy. But it's not denial of care. It's denial of payment, maybe. But it's not denial of care. If you need to see somebody, go see them. And then work out the payment options with them. Um, again, it's you got to read the policy. you got to take control. A high deductible health plan with an HSA is going to be far better serving to you and your problems, your issues, than if you're relying solely on the insurance company. And here's one that at least to me is amusing. It may be amusing to you too. These are a couple of doctors. It absolute, it's absolutely shocking to me that insurance companies convinced everyone that paying thousands and thousands of dollars to them only to have them deny coverage is normal and acceptable and that doctors are the greedy ones. Well, this doctor obviously does not listen to Doc's costs because if she did and she listened to episode 11 and episode 13, she would understand how insurance is priced and she would understand that paid claims is one of the biggest components of the price of your insurance premiums. So the price that's being charged is a direct reflection on the prices that the anesthesiologist and the other doctors are charging. If she understood that, she wouldn't be saying that the doctors aren't greedy and that the insurance companies are charging thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and that they've convinced everybody that that's what they're supposed to be doing. Because all the insurance does is pick up paid claims. That's the largest single piece of the premium. The cost of premium is paid claims. And paid claims is the amounts paid to doctors, hospitals, pharma, and other providers. So they are a direct, have a direct relationship with the cost of your premium. So yes, doctors could be considered greedy if she considers the insurance company to be greedy. Uh, reply comes back. I hate that. Whenever patients message me about bills they received, I always feel awful. Um, and said, if it's up to me, we would just care for the patients instead of the insurance company deciding no. Well, they should take care of the patients, and that's what they're there for. And if you remove assignment of benefits from the clipboard, from the from the list of papers that uh, every patient has to sign when they come in there, get rid of assignment and publish your prices and tell people what it's going to cost and charge them accordingly and not rely on the insurance company for payment and make the insurance company deny it. Give them the service. Tell them what's going to cost. And then the individual's got to pay for it and then submit your claim. That's the way it used to be. That's the way it should be now. Um, finally, um, Here's an observation from somebody that I think we can all kind of agree with, unless you're in the business, but uh, I don't think we hate Big Pharma. We hate the way Big Pharma is a business is greedy and unfair. The combination of Big Pharma, insurance companies, and medical providers for business are together ripping off the country. That we hate. A lot of people feel that way. And, you know, it's all one big closed circle, and it needs to change. And you need to take control and not let them be in control. And like I say, the best way to do that is by having a high deductible health plan with a health savings account. Now, I'm going to close with this. And it's a, an astute observation from what looks to me to be either a high school student or a young college student. And she says, I hate that the educational system never taught us about financial literacy, insurance, stocks, etc. Because having to learn about it while actually doing it is beyond scary to me. What if I mess up? 
Now I'm anxious that the government will be on my behind. That's from a young lady who feels that everything has been left to her and she has no knowledge and no ability to handle it. The educational system should get after that. And that's one of the things that we preach here is knowledge, experience, education, and information. So talk to your local representatives, talk to your school boards, talk to your teachers, talk to your high schools. You know, if it's a private high school, Catholic high school, um, talk to them and, uh, and get some curriculum in there. And for all of you who know the business, all the people that are in the insurance business, all the people that are in the medical field, maybe you should get involved with your local schools. It's not a bad idea. Wow, we did go a little long with Twitter there, but uh, it is kind of interesting. Um, you may want to get out there and take a look. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. I'm out there too. It's at Scott W. Dowling. Um, if you get out there, join the conversation. Don't hesitate. A lot of different ideas out there, and a lot of people need to get educated. So hang in there. So uh, that's it for this episode. Um, look for us next Thursday. Uh, we're trying to get out every Thursday now, so if you're on the lookout, it is sometime on Thursday. You'll get to hear me and Morgan Fingleton. So that's good to look forward to. So remember, health insurance is not health care. Doc's cost is will you gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of health care and take control of your health insurance. Lower your costs, take total control. Now here he comes, my pal Morgan Fingleton. So long, everybody. In this- Different tracks